0: I don't think there's anything sadder than rolling up on somebody you know, right? You haven't seen him in a while. Last time you seen him, they were, they were getting ready to be champions in life. And then five years later, you're like looking at him, going, what happened? Right, you got to admit, that shit's funny in a way, right? I mean, you're over there grinding it out. And granted, we never really get a true a true perspective of other people's lives. We just get these snippets that give us an indication that they might be doing okay, but, you know, you never really get the true picture. But you know what I'm talking about? When you're out doing your thing or or you're living your dream and all of a sudden you run into someone you know and they were, like, headed for the moon. I mean, like they were this superstar in school and they were good looking and had all this great stuff going for them. And then you run into them five years later and they're, like, they're working at Carl's Jr., I mean, we all face it, right? I mean, I faced it as a kid. If there was anyone who had a great excuse for not doing shit, it would have been me. For about the first, let's see, I was born in the first three years of my life. I had two uh, assassination attempts. The first I was born at, uh, in 1961, at two pounds, six and a half ounces, I was premature. I fought through that. I got past that. A few years later, we was doing some painting. Apparently, I didn't know anything about the job or how they were storing the paint thinner, or the turpentine. But I took a big swig of some turpentine out of a pop bottle, sent me back into the hospital, almost died again. Are <laughs> you talking about it? So I could have taken the turn. If anyone would have rolled up on me and said, damn, what happened, Chris? Oh, look at you. I'd have been, you right, man. You're right. And they walk away. They'd have conversation for two weeks about, man. Man, do you see Chris? I seen Chris today. Oh, his his ass is kicked. His ass is kicked, man. He is Carl Junior, smoking weed all the time, ain't getting nothing done. He's fatter than hell too. What? Oh yeah, he got big. Oh man. And in the back of our minds, we're like hanging out. We're like, yeah. Then it feels kind of feels good to be me right now. <laughs> <laughs> it'll sneak up on you that whole idea where you think you know I'm doing good I'm doing good I'm doing good I'm doing good and then you wake up one day and you're doing bad you know you're doing good you're on track and all of a sudden one thing gets in your way and the next thing you know you're like looking in the mirror brushing your teeth or maybe brushing your tooth depending on the direction your life takes right but you're standing there at mirror and you're looking in the mirror at yourself and you're sitting there wondering thinking, man, what happened? Like most things in life, there are two sides to the story. There's the side that's told from the, from that person, you know, that, that young man who decides that all of a sudden, you know, you know, I think I'm going to wait to go to college. Oh yeah, what do you got going on? What cool stuff are you cooking, working on that makes you decide to wait? Well, you know, I'm going to work uh, three to eleven, and then I'm going to stay up all night, and I'm going to I'm going to party my ass off, and then I'm going to go home and I'm going to sleep all day. Oh wow, that sounds like a friggin' awesome plan. Yeah, where are you going to be hanging out? Where are you going to be sleeping? You stay and you get your own place. You're going to get you're going to be having your ride all pimped out. No, no, no. I'm going to stay with my mom. I'm going to live at home. Because it's, I mean, because let's face it, it's easier that way. See, she tells me that I should clean my room, but I don't, she doesn't really mean it. I can just kind of shuck her off. I'm bigger than her anyway, so I can just, I don't have to man up, right? And, and, oh, wow. Wow. Lucky you, dude. My freaking dad told me I had to get my ass out of the house by the time I was 18, i wasn't going to school if i wasn't being productive if i wasn't getting shit done and demonstrating that i was a, an addition a benefit to the house he just told me get your ass out damn man i'm glad i don't have your dad my mom she takes care of me i screw up i i get all upset and get a little stompy i stomp around the house a little bit and the next thing you know she's like coddling me she's hugging me and telling me it's gonna be okay And then when we get done, I get to go downstairs. I don't know if I I take a nap. I I kick the dirty clothes out of the way, throw the crap off my bed, fluff up my pillow, get me a few hours more sleep before before the night shift. Wow, dude. I mean, crazy, right? I mean, yeah. No, who does that? Really? Take a look around. Take a look around. We've all heard stories of that 30-year-old base, uh, that uh, that basement leech, that guy that hangs out in the basement of his parents' house, drinking Mountain Dew, getting fat, doesn't work out, playing video games online in his zone. And anyone who questions him, he turns into the bear. He's this, he's this big bully that lives in this house he doesn't pay anything for, right? Yeah. Yeah, if there's anything that will cause your friends and family to look at you and go, dude, what happened? just losing sight of where you're going getting so caught up in how much fun it is to be where you're at how easy it is to be where you're at before you know it there is no way in hell you can escape it and you roll up on people you know and they, they wow dude what happened You know what sucks about it is when you when you get into that non-productive mindset that is where you're not you're not thinking about cool shit to do. you're not you're not waking up going, hey, what do you think? Hey, hey you guys want to go rock climbing? Hey, you want to go mountain biking hey uh, there's all of kinds of shit to do. we're young, we're 19, 20, 30, 40. it doesn't matter how old you are. when you're not adding those type of elements to your life, you're not getting that energy from those elements. Let's face it. When you're doing cool shit, what, where does your mind go? It goes to doing more cool shit. When you're when you're lounging around and the only thing you have in your life is working, smoking dope, hanging out and partying with your friends and sleeping, what wh- where does that where do, where do you get that insp- Where's that spark coming from? Right, the lighter. Hey, Duke, give me another hit. Oh, <clears throat> right. And then you walk around, you think you're all doing your business and you have this facade about how great you're doing and you realize that it's a facade. I'm not sure exactly what goes on, but I think we somehow or another every once in a while we actually forget that people can see what we're about. You know someone whose life is in chaos, for example, you got that that man and he's running his household and he's the head of his ca- king of his castle, right He's rolling out there doing his big business and his garage is a mess, and his car's a trash can, and he's put on 20 pounds in the last three years, and he's drinking too much, and he, he really doesn't have any interest besides the recliner and the sports channel. And yet he's all walking around big in his britches, right? And here's the ticket. The world doesn't give two shits about you. The universe doesn't care if you're rocking your world. And to be honest with you, Most of the people around you could care less whether you're drowned in your sorrows in a bottle of whiskey every night or you're writing your third top-selling novel. The world doesn't give a shit. You can be over there working your lame-ass job because you got to smoke and dope and staying up all night and you lost all your incentive and all your motivation for anything else and the world isn't going to care about it one way or the other other than, who knows, maybe you'll luck out and just for a moment you can be a celebrity. You post the wrong picture on social media and all your friends go, Hey, dude, what happened? Now, this is where you're going to get really uncomfortable, especially if you're that lop-ass 20-year-old, 18-year-old, 15-year-old, who the only person in the world is you, and you don't care who you step on, whose feelings you hurt. You are not about to pick up a empty the trash or pick up a broom or run a vacuum cleaner. And screw that. You can sleep in an unmade bed just as easy as you can sleep in a made bed. In fact, you can sleep in an unmade bed a lot easier than you can sleep in a made bed. If that's you... If you're that 30-year-old or that 40-year-old husband or wife and you just sit around all day on your phone thinking that the world is just going to take care of you and in the meantime you got crap everywhere and the garage is a mess and the cars are a mess and the lawn needs mowed and there's shit piled in the backyard that should have been put away a long time ago, if that's you, you're not going to like what i'm about to tell you you're not gonna want to even hear in fact i suggest just to save your mental capacity and to be sure that you don't get your feelings all hurt you go ahead and turn this off now to give them a few minutes let everybody clear out i don't want to hurt anybody's feelings all right now this is the part for those of us who have to put up with that bullshit all right now and I don't want this leaving the room either. I don't want you going out and telling your friends about it. Or don't, certainly don't tell your partner about that person, whoever it is. Maybe it's your son living in the basement. Maybe whatever it is, whoever that is, that's just being a lop ass and isn't going anywhere. But here's, here's, here's what we need to do. If you're the hustler, if you're the one running around picking up the pieces, right? The first thing you need to do is you need to stop picking up the pieces just long enough, just for a minute. Until you figure out a, a more suitable and lasting solution. Got that young man in the basement, don't want to clean his room, isn't getting anything done, isn't headed in any direction. You can't change what he's doing, but you can change the benefits for his effort, right? If, if he's giving, a, giving you a half-assed effort and you're paying all the bills in the house and you're cleaning and making food or fixing his meals and cleaning his laundry and anything that you're doing, any asset you're providing, you don't you don't have to provide that. Oh no! This is where the mommies get really scared. This is that point where the mommies and all of us go. Oh, I don't, but what? But, but what if he? What if he moves out? Uh, what if he? What if he? What, uh, what if he falls down? I maybe I'm being a little insensitive here, but I got to tell you something. Let's just let's just imagine you're you're watching your son, and they're walking on the sidewalk, and they're doing dumb shit, and you told him, "Hey, stop doing that because that's going to hurt. You're going to fall. Quit it. You're going to fall, and then they fall." As bad as you feel for them, it doesn't hurt nearly as bad as if you were the fall for them, right? Sometimes you just got to let them fall. Oh, oh, you don't want to. You're, you're, Oh, you can't pass that test. Oh, poor you. That's fine. Hey, since you're just going to be like everyone else, go ahead and get you an apartment. Move out of my house because I'm tired of cleaning up after you. And more than that, I'm tired of walking to the stairs of the basement and it's smelling like man butt. All right, I'm tired of it. So you you make your choices and you can be that superstar you want to be, but guess what? In the meantime, I'm not cleaning up. So let's move along here. This is the man you're becoming. Let's go ahead and get those things done because you got a lot of responsibility coming and it's coming quick. Now that's a crazy idea, right? Can you imagine actually defining not what your what your what your cohabitator, your son, your husband, your parent, whatever the situation is that you need to rectify. Where they think they're all that and they're just handling their business and you call them on it, right? Regardless of where, where that is, the foundation for your decision is does it make your life better or worse? That's all that matters. That's really all that matters because let's face it, if they're not handling business for you, if they're not helping you and making your life better, then you're the only one that can do that. So the question you have to ask yourself is, well, since they don't give a shit about whether I'm doing good or not, then I should probably take charge. And instead of saying, hey, can you clean your room? Oh, can you clean your room? Oh, I'm sorry. Can you clean your room? Oh, you know, the cool thing about having that 18 year old is when they turn 18, they're adults. There's no no law in the country says, hey, you got to take care of them after they're 18. Here you go, bud. Here, make a plan. Start saving some money because you need to get you an apartment. You need to head out on your own because... You're not actually growing any place. You're waking up every day at 3 o'clock in the afternoon or 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You're going to work until 11 at night. You're partying all night and then you're sleeping all day, which is your business because you are a grown man. However, the stink that's coming out of your room is not just your business. That's my business because you're in my house. And the sleeping all day, that's probably not going to work either. So what's your plan? Damn. Damn. I bet that's going to get their attention. I bet that's, at that, that's that point when they look at you big-eyed. What happened? Here's the deal. If you have someone in, in your life that's not producing, and, and basically what that amounts to is if you have someone in your life who is not adding value to your life, that is, you know, it's really cool to have them around because, and you can't come up with a list of reasons why they continue to occupy that space with you then the only other option we have is to define rules that allow us to benefit the most from that current circumstance. There are all kinds of reasons why we fail. There are all kinds of reasons why people who who refuse to produce hold that position and they make all these excuses about their life and about where they are. But the reality that you need to grab a hold of, the thought process you need to adopt is, what does that have to do with me? you know what sucks about being the cheerleader is you're over there running behind them in every race every every path that they're on every decision they make and every failure and you're like come on get up come on get up you can do it come on get up and they're like oh i can't i can't and you're over there wanting for them and and when they're home and they're sleeping and then they go to work and then they party all night and then they go to bed and they sleep all day again. You're you're the one that's up. You're actually up. The sun is up. You're up. You're producing. And one of the things you do is you spend your time going, come on, man. Oh, man, I hope this is going to be the one. I can feel it. He's going to do it. She's going to. She's going to rock it. Yeah, this is the one. You know how good it feels to not be the cheerleader? To not feel more responsible for the success of someone you love than they do? Point blank. You can't care about the objective, the goal, more than the person who is responsible for the objective and the goal. I mean, if anyone in my family, if anyone I know is struggling with some sort of thing where they can't seem to get their shit together, I will talk until your ears bleed. doesn't bother me at all. I'll say, hey, you can call me every day. Call me once a day. We'll have a conversation about your success. Let me mentor you. And what do you get? You get silence, crickets. Oh no, there, there isn't nothing. There's nothing wrong with my life. I don't drink too much. There's, no, no, there's nothing wrong with. You know, I'm 18, dude. There's nothing wrong with my life. I, I work. So why can't I go party until three, four in the morning, then come home and sleep all day? Well, you know, I, I, you kind of make a valid point there, except for if you're not handling your business. If you're not taking care of the essentials that involve the people around you, you're failing. You're failing. If you're not getting up every day and you're not handling those parts of your life that are part of the cooperation, part of the deal you make with the people you live with because you're part of their team too. You're on the team, right? You, the house is a collective effort. The things that have to be done are collective. The, the world doesn't just center around your stinky little world. I can hear it now. People are like, "Oh my God, did you, did you hear what he said? Did you see he 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 told them that they have to do what they're supposed to do, that they should stand up like big boys and handle their business." Did you? Oh, oh my gosh, really? Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Here's the deal. The world isn't going to save you. It isn't going to lift you up. It isn't going to make sure you have enough money or a warm place to sleep. It isn't going to make sure you have a full belly or you get a shower every night. It doesn't care whether your teeth fall out. It doesn't care whether your hair is combed. It doesn't care whether you sleep in a sleeping bag on a sidewalk or you sleep in a penthouse suite in New York City. All of those things belong to you. All of those possibilities belong to you. It doesn't matter where you are in life. It doesn't matter what's happened and the whole backstory behind why you're where you are. The only thing that matters is that you define where you're going. If you're not waking up every day with at least one thing on your plate that you're saying, I haven't done it yet, but I will. I haven't got to experience it yet, but I will. I haven't shared it yet, but I will. Your life is moving in absolutely no direction. If you can't look down the road a year from now and say, you know what, I think a year will do it. I think a year will do it. We will have all of our debt paid off in a year. Hey, I think a year will do it. Not only am I going to get my certification as a CNA, but I will have my first year of nursing out of the way. I will have realized at some point in my life that you can't spend all night partying, sleeping all day, and that's the culmination of your success. Is it easy? Hell yeah, it's easy. Does it work? I don't know. I guess we're going to find out. Oh, come on. That'll never happen, right? That's that's what we're all thinking. That's what everyone thinks. I think that's what every... Meth addict in the world ever thought the first time they did meth? I think that's the that's the first thought that the, an abuser has before they actually start punching on their partner. You know, that's just that thing. Oh, well, he's talking about someone else. Maybe I am. Maybe I am. Maybe maybe you're not the one who is drinking two bottles of wine a night. Maybe maybe you're not the one who is is fighting with your husband all the time, or you, you're sitting around on your butt doing nothing. You see all kinds of things need to get done. And, and not only that, but you actually have experience understanding how great it feels to to work as a team, to work as one, to get get everything that has to be done so you can get together and do the things you want to do, right? When you've been in that zone, it's like, oh yeah, that was cool. All right, that was easy. Now what, right? The only thing that is left in this whole scenario Is for you to decide to do that. As tough as it is to watch people you love go through this, right? Because you're the cheerleader, right? You're the person standing on the sidelines going, go, go. No, that way, go. And they get mad at you. They get all frustrated with you because you've been there. and, And not only that, but your life is an example of what you're trying to share with them, what you're trying to teach them, and yet they resist it. They resist it. The good news is you don't have to feel bad about it. You don't have to feel all guilty because somehow or another you can't get them there. Because the truth is, you can't. You will never will someone to be a better person. You will never make someone decide that it's important to them to take care of themselves, to take care of you, to contribute, to become a unit, to strive for more than where they are. But you certainly don't have to feel bad about it either. You don't have to wake up all worried about, oh my goodness, I I hope they don't drink too much tonight and get another fight. Oh my goodness, I I hope he passes this time. The only thing worse than becoming that person that has lost his way, lost her way, lost the motivation to continue to capture all of the opportunities that come with life. The only thing worse than that is for you to be the person who walks around behind them, cleaning up their crap, leading them by the hand, trying to inspire them to be better. Don't do it. Don't waste your time doing it. Keep your car in your lane. Does that mean you can't have a candid conversation with them? Tell them, hey, listen, I've been watching what you're doing. Damn, I don't think this is going to end well for you. Hey, listen, would you like some advice? Oh no! Did I step on a nerve? You say, who is this guy telling me how to raise my kids? How how to deal with my husband? How to deal with my wife who doesn't seem to realize that we do a better job when we do it together? You know, who is this guy? I'm nobody really. I'm just someone who shows up every day. I share my I share my thoughts with you because this is how I keep my train on the tracks. When someone enters my life, when I have a family member and I see that they're floundering, it's really easy for me to jump into that pit and start trying to fix things. But the reality is what I do when I do that is I waste my energy and my time caring for something that they obviously don't care about. We can all talk a good game. We can all say, oh, this is what I'm going to do. But actions speak louder than words. And In order for us to achieve anything in our life, in order for us to start the ball rolling in any direction, that is what we have to think about. That is those, that's the vision for our life that we hold as we move forward through each day. If you work a job and then you sleep party all night and then you sleep all day, that's because that is the whole extent of your vision for yourself. Which is actually pretty sad given how many choices we have. I can't do anything about where you go or what you do, but I will promise you this. There's going to come a point when you're looking back and you're going to have to ask yourself, what happened? Listen, guys, I really appreciate you Showing up every day. I am going to continue to rock this thing. This is helping me. It's great fodder for the book. It's a great way for me to consider what I believe, what I think about life. There are some things you just you, know, you just don't have any control over. But the one thing you will always have control over is you. I would never make the claim that my life is perfect because it's not. But what I will say this is because of the things that I've done and the things that I continue to evaluate and change in my own life, it continues to get better every day. If you're tired of being where you are. You want to move forward. You want to grab more of life. You want to experience better things in your life. It starts with you. Let's launch every day from a platform of kindness. Kindness works. I guarantee it. It will make your life better. And more than that, it'll make the lives of those around you better. Until next time, my name is Chris Haquez and this is Your Best Life Defined.